Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up with Adam Horn today. He's CEO and Chairman of Tomble Mines. Um, he explained their business plan. They're surrounded by one large uh, company with uh, relatively good grades. They see more of the same on their property. Um, so could it be as simple as just do enough drilling to work out what you've got and make yourself an irritant to your next door neighbor? Couldn't be that simple, could it? Well, if you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversation, their plans, and indeed, Adam, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com. Adam, how are you, sir? Thank you, I'm fine. You're Uh, fine, good. Where are you? Let's start with that. I'm in London um, Ah. and uh, working from my office, my team here. How long have you been back at the office? Is that is everyone? Well, um, from March last year, I sort of came in one or two days a week and coming a bit more. We we found we no one got COVID amongst us. We've all been vaccinated, so um, we're just kicking on, and we just I think we're able to do a bit more from the office together. But we've all learned also to work away from it in, in the interim. So it's a combination of the two. I'm hoping to avoid going back to London. I, I kind of got quite used to rolling out of bed and pouring myself a coffee and, uh, and get, getting to work five minutes later. It's a nice idea. Um, yeah. Right. Well, we, you're, we've not met before. We've not spoken. New story. Uh, we like a new story. So um, mm-hmm. when you kick off, give us a one-minute overview, and I'll pick it up from there with some questions, okay? Okay. Uh, Tombow Mines is, um, went public in the middle of December. And um, of which we raised about uh, six and a half million dollars. Um, the company's uh, uh, operations are based in uh, Canada and Ontario in a place called Geraldton, which is known as the Geraldton Gold Camp. And that's about 275 kilometers north on the Trans Canada Highway from Thunder Bay. So it's in a very good, uh, good setting where we have obviously the highway town of 4,000 people. Um, airport. Uh, we even have a golf course that was built by the legacy miners. But uh, itself, Tomville was found in 1935 by Tom and Bill Johnson, and with, with actually backing of Newmont. Uh, and it, it had two past mines that, uh, that were in production uh, within a region that had about 10 mines in production, uh, which yielded between the 30s and 60s about um, 3 million ounces of gold. Then so that was really done with entrepreneurs, prospectors, and uh, the gold pr- price didn't uh, facilitate the expansion of that from the 60s. But what happened was approximately uh, about 2008, um, our neighbor, which is, has had various names, but was at that point Premier Gold, um, created uh, the Greenstone property of that, uh, the, the most important asset they had was called Hard Rock, uh, which is right uh, adjacent to us and all the resource plunges to it, onto us. So they, from 2008 to 2016, they did a lot of uh, re, uh, drilling and, and resource work, and they were able to prove about uh, 6 million ounces. And that then evolved to um, uh, Centura buying 50% of them in 2016 for approximately 200 million Canadian, plus they committed 200 million capital to do further work. So what, um, given that investment and the, and the caliber and expertise of people, that 
created a, a resource uh, uh, on Hard Rock adjacent to us of about 11 and a half million ounces to date, of which um, six and a half million, uh, sorry, six million ounces um, plunges is is sort of 800 meters to to two uh, to 500 meters in depth, and that's uh, measured, indicated, inferred. And then they've uh, have an open pit resource that's about five and a half million ounces, proven improbable. So in December this year, the two owners of um, of Hard Rock or Greenstone sold uh, simultaneously to uh, Equinox, who bought 50%, and Orion, who bought 50% from from, from Centera. Um, Equinox has uh, subsequently bought 10% um, uh, additional, and that means you know they're sort of gung ho to get going. They're already uh, building the camps, and you know they're moving this from. Um, from a resource to, to, to a mining operation. So Tombler ourself is really a donut hole within the whole Greenstone camp of which Hard Rock, as I said, is to the east of us. Um, their, their resource uh, starts about five kilometers from our border, uh, which is the open pit, which, is, which uh, goes from about three kilometers to five kilometers from our border. Then, then from, from the open pit to us is another three kilometers of which they had some of their most uh, memorable holes. I mean, on our border, they've drilled. Uh, when I say on our border, 150 meters to the to the um, east of our border, they drilled a hole called MM170, which um, has a, about a 20 meter width by about a 19 uh, grams per ton grade. So, um, as a consequence, we, our family, who owned, uh, we've owned Tom Bill for close, well, over 40 years. Um, and the, we bought it from Hudson Bay Mining and Smelting, uh, of which um, it was part of a, a bundle of assets. So it wasn't, we didn't buy it as a pure play asset. We bought it as a, uh, in a hold co and we hadn't done any work on it until we really uh, saw the wonderful work that Premier did on, on the property and the gold price came into play. Plus we were, uh, we were lacking in expertise. So we assembled a team, um, that that we'll go through later, but the one thing I do want to point out this stage, three of those team members were very senior executives with with uh, Hard Rock, the Premier Gold Project, and that's uh, Tim Schwomey, who was in charge of exploration from 2008 to 2012. He really was, I mean, at that point, at 2008, there was a zero zero resource, and he 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 got it to six million ounces. Then Ben Clayland, who worked for him, took over that took over his job. From 2012 to 2016, and uh, he he's he's also on our uh, a, a consultant with us. I mean, Tim is our technical advisor and really is involved day to day. And then um, Gordon Reed, who actually was the uh, ex COO of um, Centira, um, uh, we met him subsequently because he bought stock in Tom Bill Mines because he had a real affinity for the property because he was he was also on the board of uh, of uh, of uh, Greenstone until they owned it in, in December. So he he had a clear idea of what, how our properties really uh, mesh together. I mean, if you do look at look at a map, it's we are a donut hole, and the and we would be landlocked if we didn't have the Trans Canada Highway go right through the middle. Right. Okay. Um, thanks for that kind of that's fairly yeah. fulsome background. Um, should we? I think I can understand what the what the play is for you guys yeah. if you're a donut and surrounded by. Yeah, it's a closeology play. 
Right, it's a closeology play, but the, the thing about closeology plays is that you actually need to do some work. You can't you can't just sit there and wait, right? So yeah. I, I get the assembling of people with more experience and, and pro relevant experience to to the property here. But why don't you? We might as well spell it out. I think we can all guess what the business plan is day one yeah. and what you're trying to achieve. You're trying you, you, you're trying to be a slight slight irritant at all stages and monetize that. Is that is that the shorthand? Well, I don't know the irritant, but uh, I mean, you you I think you inferred what we're doing. I mean, we're really continuing the plan that they would have uh, done because and we're using uh, the same human resources that they did to do the asset. I mean, if you look at all the results, everything plunges east to west, and uh, and the grade gets higher as it gets deeper. But so we. Are, so the main part really is to, and the big zone that they have amongst 17 zones is uh, the F zone. And we have right now, I mean, we uh, raised our money in, in December. We've, we're already in our drilling plan and we've drilled about 6,000 meters. But, uh, and we're seeing, yes, the mineralization is very, very similar and the zones are very similar to what our, uh, neighbor has seen. I mean, it's it just plunges it's the same geological faults and so forth. But uh, we are also doing a lot of work, uh, which we couldn't do because of winter, uh, on the surface, and that's up in the north, sort of the northeast, northwest of the property, and uh, we ha of which we had one past-producing mine there, Tamora. We had another past-producing mine a little bit down the road, two kilometers, which is about a 250 acre footprint called Tomville Mines itself. But all, all our resources capital are going to the main group, which is about 2,700 acres. And it's not, probably a little bit larger, not dissimilar footprint to the hard rock uh, asset beside us. So it's a two-pronged attack of the deep drilling to identify the F zone and the other zones that make that up. F zone um, for our neighbor has yielded about uh, a grade of six grams per ton. And then there's, but they have a lot of other grades, but not as um, not as strong in the in the grade category. And so we're doing that, and um, and then obviously we're doing a lot of we're gonna we're doing about 10, 10 holes of around three hundred meters in the northeast northwest part of the property around the Talmora property. We have come out with a with a press release where we saw some some gra very high grade grab. Uh, samples, so, you know, any from 15 to 25 up to there. So that's 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 what we're doing contemporaneously with the deep drilling. So how do you how do you play this? Because if you come out, you, you can stand in either man's shoes and look at it from their point of view. From your point of view, you say, well, they'll need this at some point, right? They're going to need this at some point, and for them, they've already got a lot to get on with. You know, unless they yeah. think that you are going to get this thing into production, they mm -hmm. can wait because. No one's going to finance what you've got unless there's the economics stack up, right? So there's there's a sort of time, there's a kind of Mexican standoff potentially further down the line. So how far are you prepared to take this? How much more money will you raise, and how long will your shareholders be waiting? Well, obviously it's it's, it's varying on the markets, and we know we're in a wonderful market, and that's a big it's a big plus for everyone who's who's speaking to you over the last two years. But you know our objective is to uh, is to prove out the resource and then uh, you know raise the capital if, if you know, bottom line is if our you know average all-in cost is is um, is worthwhile is attractive I, mean, I think our neighbors about 600 but remember they, they've got close to, they've got more surface uh, resources than we have at lower grade but um, 
if that's attractive and the gold price is sustainable at, at these levels, we'll keep moving on. Um, I guess if you know the options for us are to continue on, raise capital, um, I think we have the people to do it and we'll have the resources and the team to do it. And, and uh, I mean, I come from an investment banking background. I was at Morgan Stanley and, and Credit Suisse First Boston, and I worked in the capital markets. Um, so if we have the team and the resource, we will be able to do that. They, um, they are definitely focused on their open pit, but they have built um, a mill that demands uh, 27,000 tons of ore a day. And that has to be fed. It's a big dragon. So perhaps they will do that with beyond their open pit. Of course they will do that. Will we have the grades and the capability uh, to feed that? I think we will. And uh, they're going to need that because their economics, there are, you know, the, it's very important for their average all-in cost to keep that, utilize that, that, that uh, mill. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I, I, I think yeah. it's a, when, not if, for sure. Yeah. But I, at the same time, if I look at some of the questions being sent in by you know your shareholders, yeah. they're yeah. going, "Why aren't they accelerating and rushing into this? Where, you know, where are the assay results? You know, what is the plan? What's you know, there's there's a expediency expectation from from you. Whereas I'm trying to work out from you guys is how in your mind are you playing this thing because you've also got to be careful with the money that you've got because if this is a longer term play in in the sense that you're not necessarily in control un unless you can get show that the economics allow you to stand on your own two feet you you've just you've, you've got you've got to be sort of clear with what type of clear about what type of shareholders you think will be attractive attracted to this because if you get the kind of i want a quick return group that could cause you a lot of uh, angst, I suspect. Well, yes. I mean, I think that, I think that's more in the retail sector. I th we have about currently out of our shareholder base about ten percent. You have to remember that um, our family owns fifty-one percent, which means we're locked up for three years. We don't mind. We've been locked up for forty years already, and we, we have other uh, sources of income and capital. Uh, then we have another ten percent of insiders that are in the, uh, under the same terms as us. Um, Plus, we have um, then we have six percent with Crestcat, who came in after we went public, so they they see the story well. And then another twenty percent, and institutional big you know bigger names in both us from Australia and Canada. So um, I think we have a, a solid shareholder base and ones that wants to stay, and we have locked up. But you know your question is a good one. Um, you know, with, along with the gold price, we have to deliver results, but we have to do it on a measured basis. And I, you know, I think we will be coming out with some information on the drilling within the next month. And uh, we are, as I, I did mention to you earlier, we are seeing mineralization that is the same as our neighbor. I mean, at the bottom line, you know, there, there's a border there. It doesn't, that doesn't change things between the two. Although it, what can change is, is the strike and, and, the, and the fault. We're not saying it's, it's perfect, but the mineralization is, pretty similar at the border and within uh, a few hundred meters. So our plan, even to answer, we have raised capital to drill um, 16,000 meters. We've drilled 7,000 meters to date, as we've announced, uh, plus do our surface program that I mentioned earlier. Um, at the end of that program, we will have about just north of $3 million still, still in our account. Um, and uh, our objective is phase two, 
is to go along the strike. Uh, so we're drilling up to five, you know, the, from our border to the 500 meters to that strike. Then we want to do another 2100, uh, 2100 meters from there. So it'll be 2.6 kilometer strike in total. Um, the drilling program, we have a main hole every 100 meters and then two daughter holes that, that branch off that. It's done through a wedging program, which was the same as, as was done on, our, on the neighboring. Okay, I mean, you, you kind of effectively, the Equinox outsourced drill team because you're, you're, you're going to need to answer the questions. Uh, yeah, that, expiration that they team. Want. Expiration team, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, because you're going to have to answer the questions which they would be asking, not necessarily the questions which, you know, may drive you know, your, your economics, you know what I mean? Because the monetization is, is different there. Yes, currently it's very different because they've, they, I'm sure at one point they thought the best route would be to show the resource and divest. And then they, they chose the operational model and it's gone through uh, iterations of ownership to, to get there. I think it probably in retrospect should have happened a lot quicker, but the 50, 50 dynamic uh, uh, and, and what really was an issue of how, how to allocate one, one own, one's own capital, they decided that it had to go under, new ownership to move forward and that they went through various lawsuits and so forth. So, you know, we're confronting the same issues and, you know, we just have to, you know, move properly with the right capital and the right human resources to take it to the next step. But we're not, we're not going to stall ourselves and say, Oh, here's a resource. And then we're, 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 we're going to do nothing. I mean, subject to gold price, we will obviously move forward. So, and how do, how do you look at this in terms of the return? You, your family's had it 40 years, right? So yeah. you're, you're in a rush, right? But you're... We're getting... in a rush now. We, were, we weren't in a rush then, but once capital okay. being committed by our partners, um, we, we, you know, we now have a, we have a duty of care to, to, to do the best we can for ourselves and themselves. So what's that return profile look like? Because if you, if you went and had a conversation with Equinox at the end of this year, you'll have a little bit more information. They'll offer yeah. you an amount, uh, which derisory, no doubt, amount. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, whereas if you do go through the process of raising money yourselves, go through the, the expiration process and, you know, maybe some kind of study component to it too, it, it, in the next couple of years, it'll be worth a lot more money. But it's another two and a half years away. So you say that, I think, um, you know, I think if we've, uh, if we have, if we have a drill results, they're equivalent to our neighbor and we're a $30 million company. And you know, the, the transaction was done for in December valued, uh, our neighbor at 800 million Canadian, 600 us, I think it was 225 us plus a 75 contingency. So we're trading at 30 million. I think there is, um, there is some upside based on drill results. I mean, we have to finish the job and so forth, but there will be some accretion and the, there are p investors out there who appreciate that and would, you know, would applaud that. So I think the returns could be uh, quite high if we, if we demonstrate a resource, if we de demonstrate the trend line has, is, is continuing from what they were achieving. Yeah, I meant to rise, Reyes, and that would be your that would be your view of the first offer. I suspect. Whether I know, no, I, I, pre I appreciate was... that point. I appreciate that point. I know, I know how the world works, but uh, um, you know, we have to get a resource that's quite big enough that someone else can uh, put their own uh, mill in and so forth, and the, and the economics are appealing on a you know on a on a present value basis. 
Okay, so I think the this story is quite simple. Then, yes. unlike most others, you, you, you've got the end game already in your sights, and you've just got to go. And actually, well, you know, to to some of the questions being sent in, it's like, what's the delay on these assays? Are we going to be able to? When will we see the balance of those? And you know, how much more drilling by the end of the year? I mean, that's the. Yeah, I think as I said earlier, we'll have something out in the next month on the assays. Um, Meaning, like all all three thousand meters or whatever. What was that? Three thousand. We've drilled to date seven thousand. Seven thousand. We're, we're drilling up to sixteen thousand. So yes, over the seven thousand to date, we'll have we'll have we'll have information out. Okay, and apparently you've changed driller recently. Drill firms. Yeah, we went from M three to Rodrin. Um, you know, I don't want to get into the the reasons and of M three, but it's, it's the the right thing to do for us. Rodman's a, a bigger player. M3 had done most of the drilling for for our neighbor recently. I mean, they they've used uh, other firms before, but recent history they were doing a lot. They were local, but we've yeah we've had to change and we had issues we had to sort of deal with and we we've dealt with them. Okay, okay. Um, well, look, I, I guess Adam, it's it's stay in touch. Let us know when the drill drops start coming through. As yes. you say, if it is just replicating your neighbours' types of grades, that's very very encouraging. But um, is, and is that it's as simple as that? Just more drilling. It's more drilling and more surface work, because surface is cheaper, and we do we, we're seeing. I don't you know don't want to toot our horns and so forth, but we have seen things very good. Uh, numbers come out of the, the, the uh, out of the grabbing grabbing the resource and sending that to the lab. So we will do a lot more work. There's a lot of mineralization there, and so it will be a combination of the two. I, I think you know orig originally we we were just focusing on the zone, but now we've added. Okay, great. Well, look, stay in touch. Let us know how you get on. We'll speak. Well, soon. thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.